the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, good morning, folks, and it is a good morning. Moments ago, standing together with her wife, Sherelle, uh, in the Oval Office, I spoke with Brittany Griner. She's safe. She's on a plane. She's on her way home. After months of being unjustly detained in Russia, held under intolerable circumstances, Brittany will soon be back in the arms of her loved ones, and, uh, and she should have been there all along. Brittany is, uh, is an incomparable athlete, a two-time Olympic gold medalist for Team USA. She endured mistreatment and a show, at a, at a show trial in Russia with characteristic grit and incredible dignity. She represents the best America, best about America. It is across the board, everything about her. She wrote to me back in July. She didn't ask for special treatment, even though we've been working on a release from the day one. She requested a simple quote, please don't forget about me and the other American detainees. Please do all you can to bring us home. We never forgot about Brittany. We've not forgotten about Paul Whelan, who's been unjustly detained in Russia for years. Sadly, for totally illegitimate reasons, Russia is treating Paul's case differently than Brittany's. And while we have not yet succeeded in securing Paul's release, we are not giving up. We will never give up. Good morning, everyone. It's two minutes after nine, nine oh two. Peter Boyle's on the air everywhere. Saturday morning, the tenth morning of December, twenty twenty-two. Good old seven ten KNUS weather, sunny and fifty. But the big news tomorrow for the toy run: fifty-seven degrees and back to fifty on Monday. Get it underway: three oh three six nine six nineteen seventy-one. I don't know how you feel about what we have witnessed this week with Brittany Grenier's release from Russia. And who did she get traded for? And that's the part of this that I think is, um, again, watching the the media work. The media was, you know, welcoming her. It's like when the astronauts return to Earth, all the cameras are on waiting for her to step off the plane in San Antonio. But it is this guy's name is Victor Boot. I spent part of my night last night reading about Victor Boot. I didn't know this. Um, one of my favorite movies is Lord of War. You guys ever see that? Nicolas Cage? That's him. That movie is loosely, as they say in Hollywood, loosely based on Victor Boot. This man has been involved in so much. And a matter of fact, he has dealt arms to Al-Qaeda. He has dealt arms all through the Middle East. He probably, to a high degree of probability has made weapons deals for the Taliban and al-Qaeda to attempt to kill or probably kill or at least wound um, many fine young Americans who are, and again, in this war that I never was in favor of, but regardless. And now Joe Biden kicks that guy loose for this woman who doesn't stand for the anthem, who um, has been very anti-American in her behavior. Now, I don't blame her for coming home. That's not the issue. Coming home, come on, I'll come home. 
you know, I don't want to hang out in this Russian gulag. I do want to come home. But how many people were aware of Victor Boot? And how, how long before Victor Boot's back in action? You can talk about, you know, all these other things, 303-696-1971. But how did you feel about this? And the news coverage was, you know, pretty spectacular in she's coming home, she's coming home. Did you ever watch uh, any of her behavior pre-game or post-game behavior vis-a-vis the United States of America? Uh, a friend of mine last night said she'll be doing cartwheels now when she comes out on the floor to play. Well, let's see. And Merchants of Death, um, as a little geek reader, that's an old term. It goes back into the 30s. There was something called the Nye Commission, N-Y-E. And uh, when you read American history, the term was a was, um, and by the way, both left and right used that term, merchants of death, but there was the Nye Commission, and that was the merchants of death, and that was in the 30s when they started looking at the First World War, the merchants of death. So he is a merchant of death. And I didn't realize this until last night. He's the model for Lord of War. And um, let's just start work. Uh, we'll go to Greg in Arvada. Hey, man, you're on a radio show. It's five after nine. Good morning. Good morning, Peter. Love, great, love hearing you on the radio. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so um, much. Yeah, the uh, I, you know, I think I think it's easy to conflate a few different issues with Brittany Griner because um, she's she's a complicated individual. As an American, I'm happy that an American is home. Um, she did break the laws in Russia, and that one of the things that's, that's right. annoying me is everybody talking about. Oh, she was falsely without. Like, no, she wasn't. She no, broke she wasn't. The laws that's in a foreign right. country. And was detained. Now, was she more harshly held because of her position? Yes, of course she was. But she broke the laws of a foreign country. Um, but I'm, I'm glad she's home. Yeah. But I, what I focus on here is the incompetence of the administration to have given up so much and gotten so little in return. We didn't get to the, the Marine, uh, Waylon, I believe is his name. We I mean, so it was just another big bumble well, of... The Biden administration. It was. It was. It was when she was tried. There's a term called a show trial, and right. absolutely, I mean, she's a professional athlete. She's, but you know, they warn you. It's like midnight run. They're not lying to you. I've talked to so many people that have been, you know, found having drugs in Turkey or found having drugs. There, this is that is in Colorado. You know, we I have a I have a great story. Um, myself and another really dear friend, we were getting one of our friends out of jail in Sturgis. This is a true story, and um, we had to wait for jail to open. We were going to go get him out. He was they got him for you know reckless riding on Main Street, and I watch a guy pull out a joint and light it up, and I'm standing there and there they have a there's a justice center in Sturgis that's right off of Main Street. And this cop looks out the window, young cop, under, you know, got tie on, got his, you know, his badge on his hip. And he comes out and he says to the guy, I said, what are you doing? The guy said, oh, I'm like catching a buzz. And the guy said, you know, let, let, put your hands behind your back. And the guy said, no, dude, I'm from Colorado. <laughs> I, so it's a true story. I mean, I, I have a witness to that story. And. Oh, well, and when I, when I was a teenager and going to Mexico, they, and we were warned, hey. 
you can drink in Mexico, but if you are drunk out on the street in public at night, your parents are going to have to be flying down to bail you out. It's going to cost them a lot of money. Yeah. And so she's told. But the hard part, and this is, this is, and I'm not sure because my level of Joe Biden's competence isn't that high. Somebody made this deal, not Joe. And it, it looks good on paper. It's a great politically correct move. Uh, Brittany's home. But Brittany was wiping her feet on this country. And Oh, yeah. No, and that's, yeah. However, she is an American. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I'm glad... We got her out, but it. it but what about Waylon? What, what about the other the other two? I mean, one of the. Oh. And and I've yeah, there's 100%. a wonderful movie called. The higher priority. Yeah, there's a wonderful yeah. movie called The Bridge of Spies, and it's a true story about how they wanted two. They got two people out for a swap. This guy, probably directly or indirectly, is involved in murders of American soldiers. And Biden, right, they, yeah. they, they they don't they don't even play that up. You know, I just I want to be cautious not to make the perfect the enemy of the good. I'm glad no. she's home, but it was a bad deal, and uh, and and much more should have been done in in a different priority. I don't understand. I mean, I do understand. It's all image, and it, and 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 it's all how you know the the politically correct see this, which is a a feather in the Biden hat or a feather in Biden's administration. But the truth lies at another level. You're kicking a very bad man loose for her. It doesn't work. And he's back out there and is back being a threat to the United States. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it was like when they released those characters out of Guantanamo and then they found them again a year later back, you know, and the United States should have never been involved in any of it. But when they yeah. got rid of some of those people, kicked them loose under Obama, then they found them again back, you know, weaponed up, um, you know, back out going after Americans again. And it, I, I, for the life of me, I mean, I understand that on the face value of how the media loved it and how the politically correct loved it. And we can't wait for her to get home. Let's see if she kneels again. Oh right, yeah, and and calling her, you know, a, an American hero. Yeah, no, did she do this no, no, she didn't. She didn't. Took she oil to Russia. There, there's yeah. that's heroic. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's that's right. And and they're not lying to you. That's the part that I I say. Look, when they're telling you don't bring dope in here, they're not making it up. Yeah. Thanks, man. Very good call. We have a line open three zero three six nine six nineteen seventy one. David Ellis. Heard me talk for a long time about I saw David d- 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 Tuesday. And it is the gift giving time of the year. Get a fortune in cash with David's my guy, securing appraisals with David Ellis. On the other hand, if it's gift giving time, look for something to buy for that special somebody at great rates. Go to David Ellis for all your meaningful gift giving occasions. David uh, David's jewelers are just the right item, just the right price, just the right special people. The people work there, David's sons are there. An antique watch, an emerald pendant, a gold a gold necklace, a diamond ring, trusted jeweler. David's been my guy for 25 years. Precious buying metals and antiques, decades. Dazzling cases filled with hundreds of new and used pieces for your loved ones. David Ellis, Cherry Creek. Visit David Ellis. See for yourself. Look for the black awning on the corner, 3rd and Clayton, six days a week. He's there as we speak. 
DavidEllis.com, DavidEllisJewelry.com. Call my friend David at 303-322-8779. Shopping and bopping, David Ellis, Cherry Creek. Back to the phones we go. We go to Don and Lake when you're on the radio show. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Peter. Hey, good morning. Hope you're having a great day. Beautiful uh, ah. weather. Happy for you guys tomorrow. Thank you. you. A good ride. Go ahead. You there? Yes, I am. Go yeah. ahead. Hey, I think this whole Brittany Griner thing just speaks to all that's a problem. And I'll tell you my view about it. I keep hearing these people how she was unjustly detained. No. She broke their law. Okay. That's just like um, earlier on Jimmy's show when that teacher was talking about the kids being unruly on their phones and stuff. And, you know, the parents are upset. Well, why aren't the parents disciplining people? Why did this gal take drugs? And afford- I mean, that's as stupid as you can get. Well, you know, she didn't do anything wrong. In whose eyes? Yeah, well, they, that's a law. It's a rule. It, it's like, um, do you really think you can go? And, and the same thing is back to this World Cup uh, soccer. Did you people think you're going to go drink alcohol in this Islamic state? I mean, they, they, they tell you, I mean, I know there's a lot of twists and turns in that story, but, you know, you, you don't, there's, I've been in Arab countries or Muslim countries where you don't, you can't, but not, I don't, I'm not a drinker, but you can't buy a drink. Did you see what Indonesia did, did this week? Is that the one that outlawed gay marriage or outlawed, yeah, you, they, is that what you're telling me about or gay activities it's or? not gay marriage. It's outside of marriage. Yeah, that was sex outside of marriage. Yeah, I got you. Okay. You know, gays, forget about that. You know, you go off the building for that one. But, uh, you know, how do you think that's going to play? And the people here (laughs) will go, well, we traveled there and they arrested us. Um, We didn't do anything wrong. You set foot in their country. But you break laws here all the time. This is a pattern of our society. Well, you know, we need more laws, but, you know, who's going to do it because nobody's going to enforce No, I, let me read, let me read you from the wall. As you can hear, the everything the conservatives hate, black, lesbian, gay marriage, in, uh, insufficiently patriotic, perfect villain, she'll be treated like S for the rest of her days. Actually, she's being treated like a hero. I don't care about skin color or sexual preference or I'm this, this for me, it focuses on Joe Biden. You know, if I'm her. And I'm sitting in one of them horrible Russian joints, and they go, hey, want to go home? <laughs> My hand's in the air, right? So it isn't so much about her. She was in, you think she was in the gulag? I don't. No, she was in a horrible place. I mean, I, they're, they're, the, the other guy is in a prison that Wayland? is, yeah, he's in a prison that is just for foreigners. She was in general population. She was with, you know, Russian women and whomever else is there. Um, but the other guy... Was in a is in is in as we speak, not will be in, but is in. Uh, my understanding from reading, a, a penitentiary that is designed for foreigners, and he said it's always cold water. They're real dirty. I mean, it's, it's, it, they're hell holes, but it's it's jail, you know. I mean, but my my rub isn't with her. My rub's with Joe Biden. So I'll ask you what I asked George the other day, the other morning. Do you think? If this girl was white and straight, she'd be out? Yeah, I think, you know, if she was a ball player, if she was... Do you think she'd have gotten all the attention? 
from all the media people. Yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, I mean, sure. But I I, I actually, I heard your call, and um, I've heard other talk shows talk about. uh, Give you another example: uh, John Benet Ramsey, if she were black in her city, those kinds of things. And I remind you that there was a case, and the little girl's name was Erin A. Thompson. Uh-huh. And and, and sure, of her course, killed her. her well, her pro- probably her step step stepmother. I mean, if she's step-mother. dead, yeah. I'm going to give me a second. I'll come up with her name. But uh, the Aurora PD put on a clinic. I mean, the Aurora PD's taking heat right now, but they put on a clinic on Aaron A. Thompson, and his name was Aaron, and Jean Benet's name is an amalgam of John Bennett Ramsey. Is Jean Benet. It was invented by Patsy, who's a Francophile. And that's where, you know, when she does all this French stuff, including in the letter that she wrote, Ransom Letter, where she puts the French accent mark over attache. So, uh, but the Erin um, Thompson, Shelley Lowe, that was her name, just came to me. Shelley Lowe, who, who's dead, Erin's in, in the joint. But uh, Shelley Lowe, high degree of probability, killed that little girl. And... But watch. what was his role then? Why is he in the joint? He's just a, he was just in on it. Yeah, he was like he's a, I think like a John Ramsey character. You know, he's, uh, but he went to, he's in prison for the rest of his life, and she's they never found her body. But I mean, look, they did a good job on that. Appreciate your call, man. Thanks. Three zero three six nine six nineteen seventy one. Huh. You know, I just flashed on the thought that the United States now resembles the era of the Italian city-states. God, that's very smart. Very, very smart. 303-696-1971. Lines are lighting up. My rub is not with Brittany. I mean, she did what she did, and her the attention is the attention. It's with Joe. And do you really think, in your heart of hearts, that Joe Biden made that call. Holidays are here, and the best way to change your waist sides and get back in shape is my friends at Cenogenics. I um, I was there. I talked to Dr. McCallan two different times. Actually, saw her. So while you may be tempted to delay making healthy choices until you start making New Year's resolutions, forget about it because it's that whole crazy leading up to it and past it. So encourage you to think differently. The team at Cenogenics approaches healthcare. Disease prevention, aging from a research-based methodology. So whether you want to lose weight, sleep better, increase your libido, boost your immunes, flu season's here. Cenogenics helps. They create a program designed right for help you you focus, become stronger, and take control of your life. No fads, no gimmicks. Take control of your health. Don't suffer from low energy, lack of focus, unintentional weight gain, poor sleep, low libido. For one more day, talk to Dr. Watt. But again, you... For, for for real, I mean, McCallan is a healer. 720-387-3681. Cenogenics, 720-387-3681. 720-387-3681. The website's denver.cenogenics.com. 19 after the hour. You want to pull the pin? All right, we can do that right back after this. We have two lines open. Good morning, everyone. 22 minutes after the hour of 9, 922 Saturday morning. It's going to be sunny and 50. Tomorrow will be the 36th annual Children's Hospital Toy Run. We'll talk a little bit more about it this morning. Mild and 57, and then Monday, 50 degrees. We're talking about Joe Biden's swap for the merchant of death. Back to the phones. We go to David on one. David, you're on the radio show. Good morning. 
Good morning, Peter. A little bit of background. I'm a 75-year-old male. I don't have any questions as to what my gender is. Um, I spent 22 years in the United States Army. I'm a retired Army Master Sergeant. My wife is a retired United States Army First Sergeant. I stand for the national anthem when I even hear it on the radio or the TV. Why is this woman who doesn't care about the United States? And I love my country. It's my government that I'm concerned about. Uh, why, Why is she being treated at a military hospital? I would think that with all of her money, they should be able to take her to San Antonio and take her to one of the civilian hospitals and she could pay for it out of out of the money that she's made playing women's basketball. No, I thought the same thing. Um, first of all, I don't know. She's a um, she's 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 a political weapon. She's a political tool. I don't poster child. For yeah, something, it, I don't no, know what it is. Well, I think it's political correctness. I think it's a number of different things. Um, I, for the life of me, do not believe that Joe Biden made that call. You can listen. Oh yeah. To, well, he hasn't made he hasn't made any calls. No, but you hear that speech and and uh, Blake played it and we did the show open. Um, and I'm an old guy, and I know how old guys you are. You and I are almost the same age. Yeah, and yeah. You, you can you know you you know the truth. I know the truth. But then he's not home. And when he stood up there and he speaks, and it's almost like you look for the place where. Dr. Jill Biden puts her hand to make his jaw move. Um, and he had no more. He had no more. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was George Soros that had his fist up well, there. You know, it's it's I watched the guy, you know, and and the, the news treatment of her. It's like the second coming. She's returned. And again, I don't blame her for taking the deal. I mean, somebody offers you the deal. Take the deal. But when you look at this Russian arms dealer. And what, who and what he was involved in, and I read last night for a while, I mean, he was involved in furnishing weapons for al-Qaeda, for the Taliban. He has notoriety for selling arms in Rwanda in 98, and just four, four years after the Rwandan genocide. This guy's, he's... he's Hotel Rwanda. Oh, he's up so deep in yep. this. And then this judge came across reading about this judge who okays the deal... Uh, the judge's name is uh, Sharia, S-H-I-R-A-S-C-H-E-I-N-D-L-I-N. And she told AP, and he's done enough time for what he did in this case. I said, you're kidding me. He, he did enough time. Oh, 11 years, and they're trading her. And I thought, he did enough time. It, it, it's almost like that line that came from... Kim Kardashian, the guy that drove the truck, and Danny Kappas did a great job on that, and killed all those people. And then she went to to Polis to you know get him. And so they said, well, someday he. I wrote a column about it. She, they said that he would, he could someday be home with his family for Christmas. And I said, but what about all these dead yeah, people? Yeah, but those, but those, yeah, yeah the dead people aren't yeah. going to go to anywhere. Yes. Yep. So okay. I mean, well, but what do you? See? I mean, tell me what you see. I see, a na- I see a nation in distress. We haven't had leadership in forever. Ronald Reagan was the last leader. I'm a Ronald Reagan and, and, and Dwight Eisenhower Republican and a, yeah. and a John Kennedy and a Harry Truman mm. Democrat. Yeah, you and I. In the war in Iraq. It's, it's, I'm, 
I used to want to live forever, but I'm glad that I'm going to die someday because I don't want to. I don't want to be around in 20 years when my great grandsons, of which I have three of them right now, are going to have to pay the debt that somebody uh, just obligated them to. I mean, this guy is an arms trafficker. He's a profiteer. He's a merchant of death. He has worked for so many different sides of any conflict, as long as he makes money, and boot is a lightning rod. And and I look at people like this guy, and again, the, the Lord of War, that movie with Nicolas Cage, yep. apparently was based on him. And That's what I heard. It was based on Boot, was based on the, uh, the, uh, the, the Russians getting back, Victor Boot. Was, it was based on Victor Boot, the Lord of War. And you get a ticker tape parade, too. Yeah. Oh, well, what when I think... When he gets back. I mean, what do you think happens to a guy like that? I think he just goes... Like those guys that got out of Gitmo, and they sort of go back into the the fog, and then they re, will, they will re, reappear. You know, you got to believe that Putin has a guy like this with all the connections that he has, and how the banking that he knows how to do. Pff, this guy's going back to work. Yeah, well, he sold his soul. He, he's gonna he's gonna have to go face to face with God someday. Um, I watched this stuff, and okay. when it happened, I thought to myself. You didn't even get two for one. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, and and they leave they, they leave the jarhead in jail. You know, I think. Yeah. What's yeah. What's wrong with these people? But that's what. But that's what we do in uniform. We don't do it for the glory. We do it because it's it's what we do. And he's. Uh, I, I realize he wasn't necessarily a marine. When, you know, but it's once a marine, always a marine. But you know, he. He is is a better man than she will. Well, ever he be. Deni- he denies that he was involved, and they they, they accuse him of spying. And I understand all yep. that, you know. But yep. this woman broke the law. They said, "Don't bring this crap into this country." She does. She gets caught. Now I understand Putin is jonesing pretty hard on the United States of America because of Ukraine, and so they you know they bear down on her. But in the meantime, you know, and and again, I I look at her differently. I think than some people do. They said, Britain, you want to go home? Hands up. Let's go. You know, get me out of here. But for this guy, for, for Victor Boot, woof. you know, I mean. You know, they did the same, they did the same thing to John McCain in North, uh, North Vietnam. And he told him hey, no. John, you want to go home? And, and he goes, he, no. Oh, you mean we're all going home? No, just you. Nope, no, ain't doing it. You know, I, so I've said it probably, I've met, met him and. He wrote a book, and he wrote a couple of different books. He wrote a book about his father and his grandfather, and he wrote other stuff. Yep. And and I had this marvelous experience. And we were I was at Cahaw, and we were on um, we, we we were down on um, come on um, before they before they moved to the tech center on uh, and Lawrence Street. And he said, "What are you doing?" And the show was over. And he was waiting for something, and he had an aide, and there was a sandwich wagon down in the lobby. And he sent his guy down, you know, senatorial aide, to get some sandwiches. And we sat in the uh, in the boardroom of uh, back then it was it was Clear Channel, and feet up telling stories. And he talked about that moment because it's been talked about. You know, his father uh, on Christmas Eve went went as far as he could. He went to the DMZ, went as far as he could north to be close to his son, who was he was in the Hilton. He was in Dog Patch. He was in City Lights. You know, they moved him around in those different, those horrible camps. He was, but he was in the Hilton, primarily in the Hilton, 
They hung him from the roof. I was I was stationed at Trip Army Medical Center when his dad was SYNCPAC, Commander-in-Chief Pacific Forces. And I can't imagine, and he was a nice little guy. His mom oh, was yeah. wonderful. I loved his mother. But, uh, you know, they'd come into the hospital every once in a while to be seen. And, mm-hmm. and his dad was just a nice little guy, but I can't imagine the stress of being the guy well, that says, yeah, drop bombs here and you might kill my kid. There were, the book, and I, I urge you, his... He's, I got his. That, I got his books. That guy was slew, and the and the and the grandfather was. They called him Popeye, and they were yep. a generation of every all these guys. But slew McCain, um, they're on the bottom. He was a submariner, and they're on the bottom. And it's a, this chilling st- story that he writes about them. And they're on the bottom of Tokyo Bay, and the Japanese. I guess they would be destroyers had these long, long chains with hooks on them, and they would drag them along Grab the bottom to try and, try and hook the submarines and, and yep. pull them up. I mean, what a, what a, what a tool. And he's, he's in there, and this sailor and I just totally flips out, and he cracks his jaw with a wrench, puts his lights out, and they survive it. And they were both at Tokyo Bay when the Japanese surrendered. They were both there. Yep. Wow. yep. He and he died, and, he, and his grandfather died shortly there. Came home and right died after the signing. Came home and yep. died. He. Uh, they blamed him for the. Um, they called it Halsey's uh, Halsey's typhoon, and they didn't get the ships out of there. And um, he came home, not in disgrace, but he wasn't, you know. And uh, he went home, met with his wife. Had a drink, went upstairs to, li- to lie down, and never woke up. And, yep, that's it. Uh, I have one more thing to say yes, before sir. I say thank you for the time. Uh, is go Army, beat Navy. <laughs> All right, 303-696-1971. The personified weapon of mass destruction, this ex-arms traffic inspector, and they freed Russian Victor Boot for a basketball player. And this makes amazing political hay for Joe Biden. It really does. And and now what? 303-696-1971. Lines are open. Holidays are rushing up. And, you know, one of the things that everybody, they're getting your teeth fixed. And before, because then it really gets nuts. Twin Aspen Dental. And I go there all the time. Kids go there. Twin Aspen Dental Sedation Dentistry. So whether you need a routine cleaning, same-day same crown, or a one-day dental makeover, Drs. Brian Richter and Dr. Snyder, their team, will ease your dental anxiety. A lot of people I don't want to go to the dentist. Look, family's gotten quality care from these guys for years. They use the most up-to-date technology, less evasive treatments, traditional dental procedures are aside. This is new stuff. Don't let old school fears keep you from a beautiful smile and a healthy mouth. Be relaxed, comfortable with sedation dentistry. You need a, a deep cleaning after waiting longer than I should have. And I did this was a couple years ago. And eh. so the deep cleaning was quick, was painless. It's been a while since you've seen the dentist. Don't wait. These are friends. Take the first steps towards keeping your great smile and getting a better one. Twin Aspen Dental located on Stroh Road. They're on, right off of Parker Road and Stroh Road in front of the Lehman Academy in Parker. And they are special. Visit TwinAspenDentalCenter.com Twin or call 303-841-7466. 
TwinAspenDentalCenter.com, 303-841-7466, and tell them Groucho sent you. 9.34, 26 before the hour. Stay right here. Over the last nine months, you all have been um, so privy to one of the darkest moments of my life. And so today I'm just standing here um, overwhelmed with emotions. But the most important emotion that I have right now is just sincere gratitude um, for President Biden and his entire administration. Um, Today, my family is whole. But as you all are aware, there are so many other families who are not whole. And so BG's not here to say this, but I will gladly speak on her behalf and say that BG and I will remain committed to the work of getting every American home, including Paul, whose family is in our hearts today as we celebrate BG being home. We do understand that there are still people out here who are enduring what I endured the last nine months of missing tremendously their loved ones. So thank you everybody for your support. Um, and today it's just a happy day for me and my family. So um, I'm going to smile right now. <laughs> um, thank you. Sherelle Griner, um, Brittany Griner home. 303-696-1971. What do you think of the deal? Saturday, December the 10th, 2022. 710 Kane, US on Peter Boyles, mostly 50 today. Tomorrow for the toy run, 57 will be the high. Uh, we'll come up. Robbie Farrell's coming on a radio show, but the 36th annual Children's Hospital Toy Run is back and it runs tomorrow, the 11th of December. It was out for because of COVID and now they're back and it's just the, the best fun. And it really is for me after all of these years of doing it. And then you think this is really how Christmas begins. But, um, all the bikers come and they end up in, if you, if you ride the Aurora Sports Park that's out on uh, East Colfax Avenue, and you bring unwrapped toys. We were talking about why don't you wrap them? Because after everybody leaves and then tomorrow, then a team comes in and they sort the toys. And the cool thing about it in Children's Hospital is every kid in the hospital gets their pick. And plus their brothers and sisters get to pick. So they have a big room and none of the toys get wrapped. You got, I, got a, I already got a bunch of junk in my saddlebags. And um, you just bring them in, put them in a bin, and then this, they have giant bins. And then uh, the next day, the sorting takes place. And, you know, boys' toys, girls' toys, age-appropriate toys. And so the kids get to shop. And it's just, it's it, <laughs> do your heart some good. So the 36th Annual Children's Hospital Toy Run brought to you by Mile High Harley-Davidson. It goes on for tomorrow. Cowboy Moving and Storage, the recommended mover. Go to cowboymoving.com. Click on Customer Reviews. It's incredible. These are, the guy's got, we talk about having motorcycles. The guy's got a 47 Indian tank shift in his office. Cowboy Moving can do the load and holds, which we really love. Basically, if you're moving into a new office or residence, you got to leave your current location before the new place is available. The storage is for you. So they load and then they hold warm, dry places inside the trailer, all locked down. And then when you're in your new unit, here they come. So you go to the new office or your new residence, and they come. Short or long term, it gets the job done. What really makes Cowboy Moving recommended for everybody is the guys that do the job. They moved us, and I, I tried to work with them for about three days. They run you in the ground. Moves to loads to storage. Cowboy's been the recommended mover since 1968. They will give you an estimate if you're just moving grandma. They're there. Cowboy donates a portion of every move to Freedom Service Dogs. Good folks, 303-789-2200, 789-2200, Cowboy Moving and Storage, 
our friends. All right, back to the phones. We go to Nick. Hey, Nick, you're on a radio show. Thanks. Thanks uh, for taking my call. You know, I realize everything's political, but this is so blatantly political. It just stinks to high heaven. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the the reasons are obvious why he did it, but he could. It's just it stinks so badly in my mind. But to whom? I mean, to I would suspect you're like this rational, you know, you approach it. But in the emotional world of the media and political correctness and sports, you can see where this is a this is a win for Joe Biden. Yes and no. Huh? Uh, in the short term, yes. In the long term, we'll see. Well, no, I, I mean, just judging the reaction. You know, I, I I only work on Saturdays now, but judging the reaction since it began, um, there's little, if any, attention given to Victor Boot. This is a bad, really a bad guy. And I was surprised yes, last night. Yes, he is. I read yes, that he, he, is. he was the role model for a Nicolas Cage Lord of War. He was, he was the role model. That. Remember, he's a Russian, um, and all of a sudden everything fit. I'm thinking, yeah, because they were, he was, he was a Russian uh, emigre, um, and he got into the arms dealers, and the arms de- deals with his, his uncle, or his grandfather, his uncle, I think, who was a, a Russian general when the Soviet Union falls apart. This guy's he's a you know he he's 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 central casting. And so in my reading last night to get ready for the show he was accused of furnishing weapons to al-Qaeda and the Taliban. Who do you, how many young Americans do you think they tried to kill or wound with the weapons that he furnished that now Joe Biden lets him go? He's a disgusting human being. No, but think it through. I mean I I'm mean, I'm on your side but and then Look, he, in the short term, this is a political win for for Biden. In the long term, I'm not so sure. Well, I want you to be right, but I'm not so sure. Um, we have short memories. Yes, and, we do. Unfortunately, I would suspect that if you stop nine, 99 out of 100 people on the 16th Street Mall and ask them to talk about what happened in Rwanda in '98. <laughs> yeah, my point, right? No, no. What's Rwanda? Who does he play for? Yeah, that's, well, but Rwanda <laughs> was where this guy really—he's a ver- notorious arms dealer. Right. And he was very much on both sides. He was, and that's why Lord of War. If you haven't seen the film, I really recommend it. It's a very good movie. And so he furnished weapons to Al Qaeda and the Taliban. Well, who was their principal enemy other than themselves? American soldiers. So, do you think right. Victor? Do you think Victor Boot trafficked arms to people who tried to kill young Americans? Well, the answer, of course, is, he of did. course he did. Thank of course you. he did. Thank you. Thank you. Of course he did. So why is he such a? Deal? And I love the judge. He's done enough time. He did eleven years. He's done enough because they're making the deal, right? Anyway, uh, that's know, all I'm going to say. Short term, well, little uh, quick victory for uh, Biden. But it just—it really huh. exposes, at huh. least for me, what kind of person Biden really is. I don't think he did it. I honestly, given his mental capacities, I think they said, "Hey, Joe, you just made the deal." I have heard rumors. I don't know if this is true or not. That actually Biden has a stunt double. That he's already. <laughs> no, listen. Else. They always said the guy on the the guy on the mountain bike in Delaware. 
<laughs> he always had a black hat and had the really dark glasses on, had his collar pulled up. I've had guys tell me straight up, hey, Peter, you know, when, you know Winston Churchill had a stunt double. FDR had a stunt yes, double. That's true. So did Stalin. Yes. Stalin had a guy yes. that that played him in the movies because he was so ugly. He played this really handsome guy, played him in the movies. <laughs> would, I be, would, would anything really shock you? No, no, no. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Bubba. <laughs> Thanks, man. Steve, Steve, you're on the radio show. Good morning. It is 947. Good morning, Peter. Hey. Uh, changing topics, uh, going to Step Denver. Okay. Uh, I took, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a brag on myself. I took three massive bags of clothing down. Cool. And got three more to go. Cool. And uh, got to look at the facility. So, uh, and uh, gave them some good stuff, sport coats and things like good. that. So that, that was great. And I mentioned you. Huh. So, uh, but my question is this. I totally understand the three prongs of uh, your mentor, mm-hmm. Cote, mm-hmm. and the sobriety prong. But, you know, there are some prescription medications such as Valium, Xanax. Mm-hmm. Those are the two, maybe Ambien, but Valium and Xanax. You cannot cold turkey those. Well, there, I, I there's a. I, I was I, I was a, um, a Valium addict. That's one of my my drugs. And there's an incredible book entitled "I'm Dancing as Fast as I Can," and it is about Valium, but about Valium addiction. And I got to tell, I mean, I when I when I detox from tobacco and alcohol and narcotics, and I mean. I had the witch's brew. I was the Rexall Ranger. You know, it didn't matter to me. And um, you're right, but you treat each one of them separately. Okay. Um, and you, you got it. You've got to taper, taper that volume when you're trying well, to get off of it. You know, there are, there are people that I know that they have gone into a, a, a rest. You know, uh, ditch and volume. And initially, volume was considered a woman's drug. And I'm not trying to play Mr. Sexist here, but. You know, was the, that was Mother's Little Helper. Remember what the Rolling Stones sang? And you're running to the shelter of your Mother's Little Helper. It was Valium. And um, I got hooked, you know, into myself, into Valium. And it's a dangerous drug. But on the other side, all roads lead to Rome. I mean, guys that, you know, have to say, well, I can only drink myself down. No, you can't. Oh, no, I agree 100. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Different, different animals. Yeah, and it's like cigarettes. I'm, people say they cut back. I smoke three packs today. I'll smoke two packs tomorrow. There has to come that moment where you just go, no. And uh, are you, are you, is, is, is this about you or somebody else? No, I, I'm okay. But okay. I've, had, I, I've had challenges in the past. No, really. I mean, you, <laughs> and it's sneaky. No, it's sneaky. No, it is. No, it's like yeah. I... I um, I was down there with George and everybody, and I took the tour. And what's happened to the city of Denver with this homelessness? And, you know, nine out of ten of those people out there, 99 out of 100, it's drugs and alcohol. Yeah. yeah. And the mayor and the, the rest of these people, they're just, they're just poverty pimps. They're, they're living off of the sadness of these people's lives. I, for one, I just, you know, I'm just so, so disgusted with what's happened to Denver, especially along the lines of homelessness. My son uh, on, on business was in Philadelphia and New York. He came back. He said, you think Denver's bad? And he said, you should see Philadelphia. You should see New York City. 
I mean, he just said it's just it makes Denver look, you know, really fine. And the guys tell me about L.A., guys tell me about San Fran, and I guess it's just a vision of hell. And it, it, you see it at the, at the weirdest times, you know, like, uh, you know, you're driving. I'm, I'm driving, getting on uh, 25 from Broadway yesterday, and oh, I'm yeah. put it on my left. Oh, yeah. 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 They're just loaded. And, oh. and it, it, you, you, you're going meeting somebody for dinner and make a right turn. And, oh, my God, they yep. got the whole block. There's a great line. If you want more of something, underwrite it. If you want more of something, these are government programs. Start taking people. Take care of these people, and that that motto that says, "Do for me what I would not do for myself." Take care of me. Yeah. And well, I'm, I'm shifting around because I'm another folks to get in. But your boy, uh, Attorney Eastman, he's in. He's going to get a little. He's going to get criminally indicted, and um, he's been turned over for criminal indictment, and that's a real raw, raw um, spot for me because of what happened to me. But, well, they're going to the the J six committee is going to make their recommendations for indictment. Right. No, they did. Well, they did. They did on uh, on. Uh, he's been recommended. He's turned over for criminal. I mean, the the committee can't and can't indict, but the DOJ can. Right. And I tell you what, they he made my life living hell for about six months, and I got a Jones on that one. I got a real Jones on that one. Well, I follow. I followed that. Yeah. And he he's basically the. Uh, architect of the uh oh yeah he wrote it he wrote all of it yeah Yeah, sure you take care of yourself thanks all right uh we close enough we want to pull the pin you want to take one more call one more call all right one more call all right we'll go this we have one line open this is ann ann you're on a radio show good morning it's saturday hey i can't tell you how thrilled i am to hear your voice oh you're so kind thank you thank you we are so lucky to have you back morning radio i'll give you the check i'll give you the send you the check (laughs) <laughs> okay. Um, two points that I haven't heard discussed on this whole Briner exchange negotiation, pathetic negotiation. I'm in my 60s. I have never been more disappointed in our American government as I was with this event. And I'm a child where my peers were Vietnam era. It represents to me, it tells to me how little respect this administration has in the world that they could not even negotiate the return of a Marine. They left him. arrested there, and they left him behind to bring back an anti-American person, celebrity basketball player, and they left the Marine behind. I find it despicable, and it represents that they traded this anti-American terrorist for how little respect other countries have Mm -hmm. that they couldn't negotiate something better. My second point is it also represents what little respect this present administration has for military personnel. They left one behind and they released a military killer. I, it's so when sad. this happened, I started putting the show together. And then last night, I, I came across this last night. He is the, he is the role model for Lord of War, uh, the Nicolas Cage movie. And then I read about his involvement in Rwanda. He's been involved in conflicts in Africa, South America, the Middle East. He's accused of furnishing weapons to al-Qaeda, to the Taliban. His selling arms in Rwanda in 98, uh, that was in the genocide. That was a genocide in Rwanda. Um, he's a horrible man. And he, and he, has, he had all the strength of the Russians behind him and 
you know, are the arms dealers. And he got that jacket called Merchant of Death. But for some reason, because I got nothing else to do in my life from reading, years ago I read about the Nye Report, the Nye Commission. And that's where the Merchant of Death um, epithet comes from. It was in the 1930s, and they were examining the, in the Great War the, uh, the industries and banks and, that supplied and funded World War I. And they were called, that's in the Great War, right? And they were called the Merchants of Death. And that's where the, the term itself comes from. These are, these are but, they, but they cut this guy loose. How long before, now i got to really jump, how long before he's right back selling arms to people who want to kill you? Tomorrow. Thank you. Thank and you. Thank you. Tomorrow. And, they, and, uh, and you tell me that any decent negotiating team couldn't trade that? I, there's a there's a wonderful film that comes from a book and a lot of the, and it's called the Bridge of Spies, and it's a true story yeah. uh, about how they swap out and uh, they got Francis Gary Powers, who was that U two pilot, and they swapped him for a, a spy master, but then the guy who actually did it made sure he got that kid. They didn't make the deal until the the, the young American student had been grabbed in East Berlin, but. Later, I was a traffic reporter when I started making my bones in this business. Francis Gary Powers was a ended up a traffic reporter in, in L.A., and he died in, in a crash. He um, It's almost like he was destined to do it. But if you ever get a chance, there's tons of books about it. But the movie is entitled A Bridge of Spies. And the other movie is, is of course, uh, Lord's of War, Lord of War. And it's hurtful. It's awful. You're a wonderful call. Thanks, Anna. We're going to turn around and come back. 957, 3 before the hour. It's a Saturday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.